up? We're here. We are here. Uh, <clears throat> welcome to Comic Talk 616, a podcast about all kinds of nerdy stuff. And welcome tonight, once again, to the talk show, Matt and Steve, at night, because we know what time it is. Yes. As you can guess, I am... That's the new improved version, because it used to be in the evening. In the but evening. now it's at night, at apparently. Night. Well, <laughs> in the evening, or at night, you know what time it is. But we know what time it is. That's the important part. Yeah. Uh, I am Matt, also known as the Chaotic Evil Moon Baron. And I am Steve. I don't have a cool nickname. <laughs> Steve, it's enough. It's enough. <laughs> I think it's enough. It's enough. <laughs> uh, so, uh, <clears throat> we are sitting here looking at our news stories right now. Uh, yeah. I think we can just jump right in. We do have a follow-up for our main topic last week. Which, oh, yeah. Right off the bat. And I didn't get a chance to look at that from the headline. Oh, that's okay. Most of it from is... From IGN. The headline is pretty... This one's pretty... You know, some stories, the headline isn't really good to follow. Sometimes it's clickbait. This, this one is wasn't not, so much. No, this is not clickbait. This is pretty... Pretty straightforward. So... <clears throat> we, the Wizards of the Coast has pledged to leave the OGL in place until, and quote, and in quotes, untouched after massive D&D. Without any uh, changes? Interesting. Uh, yeah, it looks like they're going to leave it as it was. Um, uh, <clears throat> this reversal comes after all the OGL 1.2 stuff that the feedback from the 1.2 all right so this comes yeah this comes in uh, as one as the feedback was the feedback was still negative but people did give feedback so they did what they with what we wanted them to do obviously they they heard us um, they heard our podcast the whole uh, DD <laughs> community and they Decided to respond to the o- and do feedback to the proposed OGL 1.2 um, that was put out. So they are saying that they're basically leaving it alone at this point. Um, which, okay. yeah, I suppose that's, that works. Uh, I kind of wish. They're making the entire SRD 5.1 available under Creative Commons as yes, well. Yes, they are. Nice. Which is really cool. Um, I like that a lot because I'm a big proponent of Creative Commons stuff. Creative Commons stuff, especially for like stuff like this where it's so widely used. Um, <clears throat> but I mean, you still, you know, you still can make money on a lot of stuff with Creative Commons. You can't. Um, with Creative Commons, I think you basically can use any of it as long as you attribute it properly. Mm-hmm. So, as long as you attribute it properly, you can use it for pretty much anything you want, which is awesome. I like that a lot. Yeah. Uh, there's not a huge amount to this story, really. It's just a follow-up of they decided not to go with that, which is kind of cool. Which is, yeah. That's fine. Yeah, I'm, I'm. Yeah, that's an acceptable outcome. So, uh, for the first time in a little while, the outcome of a 
OGL debate thing went well. Right. I mean, like I said, I'm excited for that. I'm excited that like no, it, it turned out good. It shows what we've always known about Wizards that they do actually care about their fans. Yeah, and yeah, and yeah, they know their their proposed you know drafts that got leaked of what they were wanting to do or what somebody's idea was were terrible. And yeah, they were. Well, that <coughs> was made red like uh, like immediately known to the, them by the, the fans. thing is that it's like. So, I work at a company that has secrets. And I'm not going to tell you the secrets, but I will tell you that sometimes things get proposed and they're dumb and we don't go with them. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, and we don't, you know, uh, we're not as scrutinized as these guys are. It's because, you know, and this may come to a huge shock to some people, but the, the, the people over at Wizards of the Coast, they're, they're humans too. Yeah, well, Sometimes you know. their decisions are really, really bad bad well you sometimes know, their proposed decisions are really really bad and you know i understand to a degree it's, that this was proposed in yeah in reaction uh, i think in reaction to the feedback feedback that they were getting from Absolutely. their stock, stakeholders or stockholders well which probably too yes not yeah. just the fans but not just the fans. no no i mean the, the original one the one that was originally the trouble one. Oh yeah i know i know yeah. that's one yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm just all this to say stop raking them over the coals. Yes. About it. Well, the thing is that I like, still think there is still way too much of a yeah. overreaction to something. There were people leaving the indie beyond by the droves, which I thought that was kind of dumb because like that was a little ridiculous. It hadn't been enforced yet, and if it does get enforced, then, I'll leave. Oh yeah. Yeah, happily. Like if There's, if they're yeah. doing bad stuff, just go get my D and D sheet somewhere else. But then, like, there's there's people that are refusing to go see Honor Among Thieves because of the OGL thing. It's like, that, no, yeah, that's don't do that. You're just gonna further hurt. You're further. The thing is that okay, the fans. So these this person in our group of people that brought this out are not the only people that work at Wizards of the Coast. They're not the only people that work at Hasbro. Like right. there are a lot of people and they're different people. Like the people that make are making the movies aren't doing this because they're making a movie. Yeah. <laughs> and we want the movie to succeed. And we want the movie to be and good. And to be good yeah. so that we can get more yeah, cause, good cause stuff. Because so far, not a great track record. Well, in in a slightly, you know, D&D &D because it's D&D &D but not set in. Yeah, yeah. So, we have we have Legends of Vox the Legend of Vox Machina, which yeah, is D and D adjacent and really good. We do well. I'm just saying, but like, yeah, officially, previous live action D and D, yeah, yeah, D and D hasn't been great in the past. No, that is specifically what I'm referring to. Is like, oh yeah, I know the track record hasn't been <laughs> the amazing. track record hasn't been great. Uh, <clears throat> it's as if they made it's as if they did Legend of Vox Machina, but they recorded they changed the voice actors, all of them. And the story. And the story. And the world. And the world. Pretty much everything. And just threw some monsters that are D&D &D monsters in there just so it looked like D&D. &D. They, they kind of threw some medieval people and dragons, honestly. It was like... Which I I, I enjoy the first two D&D &D movies for what they are. Yeah, they're, there's a certain enjoyment to popcorn movies, but... Yeah. You know, but like... There, there's, there's fun moments. They're not good, but there's fun moments. 
they're, you know, they're good. Like some other movies are good where you're like, like this is Dungeons know. and Dragons. This is somebody's homebrew idea of Dungeons and Dragons, yeah. which isn't necessarily a bad well, thing. But <laughs> if you're going to have an official Dungeons and Dragons movie, it should be set in one of the official Dungeons and Dragons worlds. It is as if they made, you remember how they did like a, I think they made a Die Hard 4, when they made Die Hard 4. Yes. And, you know. I remember that happening. Die Hard 4 is a decent movie, but it's not the best movie in the series. And so, like, it's kind of as if they made <laughs> only that. If they made only that movie, you'd be like, what a yeah, weird movie. Yeah, this is movie. dumb. This is dumb. Die Hard what a weird dumb. movie. Yeah. That's kind of what they've done, essentially. <laughs> But well, at least I have high hopes it. for Honor Among Thieves. It's I do too. set in the Forgotten Realms. I do too. And I'm so I, the more and more I see about it, the more I'm excited. Because they, have they worked references. closely with people at Wizards to make sure they were getting stuff right. Yeah. Uh, so. The thing is also like, because <laughs> the, the problem also is going to be like, you know, People change up the way they play the game all the time. They give themselves secret superpowers like a lot. So like you can't go too too harsh on some like rule stuff, but the lore stuff, go you know, go nuts on that. Right. The Albert thing is the one that trips me up the most. I'm like, calm down. It's fun. Oh yeah. Calm the down. rules lawyers went haywire with that one. Yeah, they're I, like I kinda get it, but I get it to a certain degree, but also um, there's ways you can do that if you decide to. You just have to decide to. Also, you're saying that the magic has these rules, but it's also magic. <laughs> right. Like, literally, it's called, like, it's magic. It's supposed to be weird. Yeah. I To an extent, I get why people are upset that I a mean, druid is turning into an owlbear, but there are there ways are, for that to be possible within the lore. There's also people that push the rules all the time a oh, little yeah. bit. You know, they don't break them, but they bend them a little. It's like people were throwing a fit about that, and then people are throwing a fit about them jumping into a gelatinous cube. <laughs> it's like, well, eh, that's not the best idea, but I'm sure there will be ramifications from that happening in yeah, the movie. I'm sure there will, but... They're you not, can also, you can. Yeah. It's not a good idea. You're not going to come out unscathed. No. If you make it out. You're going to get pretty messed up, probably. Yeah. Some of your stuff's going to dissolve because you're in acid. I mean, and it takes some time. And it's it, not like instant yeah. dissolving. No, it's not. But it's also not good. Yeah, no. totally. So, yeah. It's, I mean, it's feature. Like, now, if they jump into it and they get out of it and they're perfectly okay, that that's going to be a stretch. But, you know. I doubt that's gonna be 100 it's, like, it's like what's gonna be really like, funny is that they jump through and like one dude just can't get out <laughs> like he just keeps like if he was playing the game he just keeps rolling bad <laughs> right it's like oh man not like this well, i mean it's been the gelatinous cube has been prominently featured in the marketing for this they're gonna do it right i think like it's not just an offhand like secondhand like you know this is not an offhand of thought it's the first miniature that the, technically it's the first miniature that they released for the for the official merchandise. Yeah. And it's also from all the promotional pictures. I, I really want to get my hands on Chris Pine's character to put my gelatinous cube. <laughs> they have him on pre-order so far. Actually, no, I want Hugh Grant's character to put in the cube. Me too. Just because 
Hugh Grant has kind of gone off the rails late recently. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Me too. Well, okay. just from the most recent trailer they released, it it looks like he's gonna his character is gonna be fantastic. I mean, yeah, he plays a good character. So <laughs> even if you're kind of a crazy person, you play good. You can play a good character. Oh yeah, he's still an amazing actor. But anyway. Let's move on. Okay. Kinda... Oh, man. Let me tell you about this story. There's a story. Okay. So <clears throat> let me tell you a story, Steve. Okay. Tell me a There's story. There's a now. guy, and he's a YouTube streamer. And his stream <laughs> oh, yeah. was running in that the background. <laughs> and he sees some, shall we say, fishy transactions. So, <laughs> so, so this, this YouTuber guy, yeah. uh, <laughs> set up his tank so that his pet fish can play video games while he's on Twitch while he does like his life. And apparently the game crashed. And so they ended up on the home screen. So let's roll this back a little bit in case people haven't heard of this story. Yeah. Yeah. Let's sorry. Sorry. He's using motion capture. Yes. Um, he's using motion capture to have the fish control. So the the fish becomes the controller of the game just by doing its fishy movements. Well, different fish. There's several of them. Okay. So fish in the tank. Yeah. Yeah. But it's also like, they've also beat like one of the Pokemon games straight up. That's, uh, it took them like thousands of hours to do so, but they totally did. So, yeah. So they're, so he's like five hours the fish were five hours into a stream when the game crashed and what happened? Uh, so the fish were five hours into a stream, the game crashes and they end up on the home screen of the switch. If you are familiar, that is also where the Nintendo eShop uh, is located. So they navigate over to the Nintendo eShop, open it up and they started buying just a bunch of stuff. Well, it sounds uh, like it wasn't very much. It was like three dollars worth. It's of a, so things, it's but, mostly it's but, um, <laughs> so it's mostly it exposed their credit the credit card information of the person to the stream to the stream to the, to the world. Um, they, and they did spent like five hundred yen, I think. Is yeah, it wasn't said. a huge amount of money, but they bought a couple different things. Yeah, um, which is pretty funny. Well, like a bunch of add-ons. They, they added funds to their account so i don't know oh yeah i mean yeah you can do that that's that's a yeah yeah for the switch that's a thing you sent a, a paypal verification email redeemed nintendo switch online points for a nintendo switch sports profile picture and downloaded the switch's nintendo 64 emulator app yep the YouTuber was able to get a refund after explaining the situation to Nintendo. I would pay <laughs> real life money to hear that phone call. <laughs> like it would have to be translated. I'm pretty sure, but still that's just, yeah, it's, but still that's awesome. Uh, yeah. So this is the, um, this is the most strange. I will say, I will argue this is the strangest, um, credit card fraud that we have ever seen ever because <laughs> mm-hmm. a fish committed it on Twitch. <laughs> uh, yeah, crazy, crazy to think about. Yeah. They beat that. Yeah, they, they beat Pokemon Sapphire in 3,195 hour run, a uh, 3,195 hour run, which is insane. Also, Oh, I love it. 
I love it so much. Never let your fish play Pokemon. They're going to start buying things. <clears throat> you know yeah. when, like, you have your phone, like, there's been a lot of stories of, like, kids buying stuff on their phones. I've never heard of a fish doing it. And how do you, like, punish the fish? Like, you're like, no, bad, no credit card fraud for you. <laughs> wild. Super wild. All right. Uh, so we'll jump back to the world of games. Uh, <clears throat> so we, as this is kind of a follow-up to something that we talked about. So at uh, San Diego Comic-Con, we got to try Street Fighter VI when it was just about to go into demo for the general public. Right. Um, and I, one of the things that I had mentioned was the commentator modes. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the commentators. on The was, commentary was, was really, cool. really cool. Apparently, they're adding more people to comment on the fights, and they're actually adding real-life commentators. As, and they, so they've just had uh, the WWE star, Zelina, Zelina Vega. Vega. Uh, she, so she does a lot of, like, I've only tangentially, because I looked it up after, the, after I saw the story. I, I don't watch WWE very closely anymore, but she's done a lot of, like, she does a lot of like cosplay costumes too. Oh, like cool! Like she, some of her, she wears nerdy costumes sometimes when she's wrestling, which is kind of neat. So to announce this, oh, so she, had, she, she wore the, a shirt. the the recent um, Royal Rumble event. Yeah, she she's wearing her a jury entrance. Costume. She yeah, she did her entrance as a jury Han. Yeah, and well, and so player. like they, so That's WWE cool. was kind of like, is promoting the game as well right now. Yeah. Um, so they kind of talk about, they're like, oh man, that's awesome. They're talking about how she's going to be a commentator on there. If you want it, from this clip that we can see on the official WWE page. Um, so street fighter six is going to launch June 2nd of this year and it looks super exciting. Cool. Yeah. And the little bit that we got to play, uh, street fighter six at San Diego, it was it was, it was really so good. Fun. It was super fun. I've like always said, been a fan of the Street Fighter games. I like Street like, Fighter. It's I have fun. Street Fighter Five. It's nice. a lot of fun. The little bit that we did on Six just blew it out of the water. Oh no, that stuff on Six is like it's smooth. Yeah, it's, it feels nice. So I'm excited because I like I said the commentator. So like, I like fighting games. Sometimes I'm not super great at them, but I like playing them casually. I'm not competitive. Like. Yeah, I don't. Memorize. I'm not. I am not good at fighters. I don't memorize people like because some people are like, "Oh, this has a reset and this has a frame, this many frames." I don't do that. I just play the games for fun. But this, like, this was really fun. So if if I was going to get into, into a fighting game, this would be the one yeah. for sure because it was great. So, real quick, if you're a fan of Street Fighter, Street Fighter Six drops on June second this year. Yeah, yeah. So June second, gonna be an awesome day. Yeah, gonna be great. Uh, this one's kind of funny to me that I saw because uh, I've been playing. I played Breath of the Wild recently. Went through the, most of the game. Somebody speed ran it. Somebody like speed ran 50 it fifty times. times in one twenty-four hour period. That is crazy. So Hell. technically, it can be beaten in an like. So before, I think some of the runs that's beating it every thirty minutes. 
Like that's in 30 minutes. That's beating it every 30 minutes. But not only that, that's doing it again and again and again. So like not only are they speed running it, but they're repeating that speed run. Yeah. Exa- almost exactly. That's like 49 more times. Like that's impressive. That So the 30 minute thing was already impressive. Speed like, running irritates the crap out of me. Yeah. But that is impressive. I mean, so speed running's okay. Speed running is okay. But. I'm okay with speed running. On it old, depends on, on the game. Depends though, on too. the game and it yeah. depends on how old it is. Yeah. If you're doing like open world games where there's a ton of like lore and stuff. Yeah. Speed running through those well, is what really irritates me. <clears throat> speed running for speed running your first third time through a game does irritate me. I, like I said, I'm pretty sure if you've beat it, if you've played and thro- played through, like if you've, done everything, if you've yeah. got this game down to the, where you can beat it in 30 minutes, you've probably played it a lot. Yeah, probably. <laughs> you probably got through the whole thing. <laughs> Cause uh, you have to be pretty darn good, like, because it does. The this game does not equip you for the end, at the beginning at all. Yeah, right. Like it's technically possible, but it's not easy. I haven't gotten a chance to play it, but it's it's very R- RPG oriented, isn't it? Uh, not a hundred. Like more more so than other Zelda I, games. I think or? some of them are a little more so, but this okay. one like has a XP system, so you. If you don't beat enough enemies, you don't get the good weapons. Yeah. So this guy's doing this with the basic weapons. Which, yeah, that's like, impressive. That's super impressive. Like, because though, like the best thing he can probably get is a. The best thing he can, you know, there are numbers involved. So mm-hmm. there is armor and there is weapon numbers. Right. You do more damage, more armor. So that is the RPG element, I guess that I'd say strongest. But yeah, and there's breaking weapons too. So that means that. Not only do you have to calculate how much damage they're doing, but also the durability. Mm. So basically, this guy had to just be really lucky or really good at dodging because that's the only way you get to the end castle without dying right, right away. Because, like, I'm sure I could do it now, but my character is all the way leveled up. <laughs> that. I don't know if that's going across on the mic. But oh, it is. Cat really wants in that bedroom. Just now. a little bit. Like, hey, okay. friend, I want snuggles. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> All right. All so right. that's our that's our games stories. Yeah. Right so so we got a DC a, story. I was hoping a DC person would be here. For DC Comics. Yes. Okay. DC Comics, but um, they have an interview where they're talking about how. Um, so currently, uh, the mainline Justice League is not in the universe anymore. Okay. Uh, presumed dead, but everybody knows they're not going to be because it's the whole Justice Comics. League. It's the whole Justice League. They're not going to kill them off. Uh, but basically, they got something happened to them. So now the new to replace the Titans are stepping up to replace the Justice League. Okay. Which is kind of cool um these are also the writer these are um just a second let me get the writer's names because that's important uh sorry i want to get the writers yes because there's people working together with this ah yes um so we're having writer tom taylor tom taylor and artist uh Nicholas Scott, they worked together before on the Earth 2 stuff. 
doing the new 52. Okay. Um, they've also done a few other things together. Uh, it looks, like I said, the images look good. The story is interesting. I like that the Teen Titans are actually becoming uh, viable again, I guess. Yeah. Because there was a while there where, like, they got really popular, and then they kind of waned. Then some of the newer stuff has come out, and they've kind of gotten a little more popular. Now they're becoming kind of the mainline team, at least for a little while, of DC Comics. So I find that really interesting. I I like Nightwing, so I'm happy to see Nightwing on there. Right. It's really most most important to me is Nightwing. Cool. Um, so in then, other comics news. In other comics news, they are. So there's a. So they're continuing. They, did did they just wrapped or re, just recently wrapped the uh, the last, last run? run yeah, for the Ninja Turtles sit, uh, run. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, in the comics. So Mikey has died now. Right? Yes. Yeah, I believe officially. Yes, I think so. Yeah. So there yeah. Are, so these new, they're uh, having uh, April O'Neil and her daughter she had with Casey Jones, mm-hmm. and they're bringing up new turtles. Yeah. Which, I mean, <clears throat> it's very cool and very heartfelt. But, you know, I kind of wish they would have done, like, they're like, what about lizards? Instead of turtles. What about snakes? Snakes would be awesome. Teenage no. Mutant Ninja Snakes. This, so they're bringing new turtles. They are a m- more mixed group of turtles. They are brothers and sisters. Um, they haven't, we haven't got a huge amount of details so far. So the only so pictures we have are like line, like black and white line drawing. Yeah, it's promo but, art, but it's supposedly it's a mix of brothers and sisters. Yeah, and so what? Apparently, what they did. Um, so, uh, so what they did is they, uh, Kevin Eastman and uh, Ben Bishop and then Tom Watts, they're all returning. But what they ended up doing is they got twelve concepts together. They went out in the office. They go, hey. Here's the twelve, like twelve. Here's twelve turtles we're thinking about. Let's go down to four. So these are the ones that were voted on by all the people working on the actual comic oh, and at the cool. actual company, which I think is a really cool idea, to, really cool way to do it. So it isn't just a single decision, but it's kind of by committee, and these are all people that work at IDW. So, okay, I think it's a cool idea. Should be interesting. Yeah. So they brought basically. They came up with designs of what they would look like as kids, as babies, and up to teenagers. Um, and they sent them around the office. Yeah. So I, I kind of like that concept of like, hey, let's ask all these people at, at you know, all the people at IDW Publishing and not just one person or a small team. Because I feel like that's the like a good way to do this sort of thing. Yeah. I don't know how far this is going to keep up. I am curious. Well, it sounds like it's a limited run. It is going to be a limited run. I'm just wondering how, if these characters are going to... with this iteration right. of characters, because they're super young, like toddlers. Basically, like, maybe, yeah. A little older. Yeah, I'm just wondering how far the run's going to go. Like, how far is this idea going to go? Because I think mm-hmm. it could be a cool, cool idea. I do know, like, some Turtles fans are going to be upset because it's not the original ones, and that's fine. There's still comics for the original ones. Yeah. This, is, this just is just the aftermath of the last run. This is just the last run. In, but they're kind of getting the same treatment as like other superheroes. Like, yeah. 
guess I'd call them superheroes, right? They'd be superheroes. Sure. They're mutants, right? They're ninjas. They're ninjas and mutants. <laughs> they're yeah. Mutants. They're just kind of superheroes. I'll call them superheroes okay. just for this for the sake of this argument. But yeah, I think that they like other superheroes like Captain America, like Spider Man, Superman, Batman for a little while. Right. Like, yeah, it's fun to pass on the mantle, at least even for a limited run, especially for a limited run. Limited run's not gonna really throw anything too crazy out there. Cool. So finish out our comics section of oh, news. Yeah. Shall we talk about Kill Crew? We should. Kill Crew number two. We should. So we are going through uh we're going through different comic runs. Um we kind of each are picking them in order. Uh, this time it's my choice. So we started with Darth Vader. Now it's my choice. Uh, we're going with Punisher Kill Crew. Uh, if you didn't catch last week, we did read Punisher Kill Crew number one. This week we're going with Punisher Kill Crew number two. This is the comic run from or 2000. I'd say 19. <laughs> it's after War of the Worlds. Wow. War of the 2019, Realms. because after War of the Realms, this is right after... So if you didn't get a chance to check that out, that's one of my favorite runs. This is might be this might be even more of my favorite now because it goes pretty awesome. Right. So we'll kind of we'll kind of talk through it a little bit. If you hadn't read it, uh, take a look at it. If this might inspire you to read it, otherwise. <laughs> uh, so I do like I like how this I, end, this starts. I haven't read a lot of Punisher books like where he's by himself. Yeah. There's a lot of hilarious <laughs> things in this the, run. The so commentary far. to himself is usually kind of hilarious. Yeah. Well, especially since it's like. And he's like helping take care of some orphans while he hunts yeah. down their parents' murderer. This is, like I said, <laughs> like I said, when, like Jake kind of brought up last week, last time we, or last week, this is the DDist comic run I think I might have ever seen because now we've got like. Now the Punisher has a piece of the black Bifrost in his van, and he has a goat from that he one borrowed, of the, one of Thor, from Thor that he borrowed from Thor <laughs> that he's having lead him through the multiverse. Yeah, he's on his way to Jotunheim right now. I think yeah, he's trying to he's going to Jotunheim because he like the ultimate pursuit is a frost giant. Yeah, that killed some people in World of the Realms. Like, there's a bit in, the, in this one where he's talking to a couple of the orphans getting onto one for like carving into a table and like <laughs> yells at a guy. I promised them ice cream. So every one of them should get ice cream if they want it <laughs> and then leaves again. <laughs> oh, there was some, there's a line that like his internal monologues of like, uh, something about you can't like, you can't refuse to give orphans ice cream or something. Yeah. Something like something that. Something to that extent. <laughs> uh, but you know, so this starts out, this starts out with dark elves sitting around a campfire <laughs> yeah. talking about how terrible earth is. And we're like, Oh man, I don't want to see another human again for the rest of my life as the Punisher's walking up behind him. But as the Punisher is standing behind him yeah. and the next panel is wish granted <laughs> as a double barrel doom, like shotgun. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, like a sawed-off shotgun. I yeah, think. it's it, it. It reminds me of that. If that mm-hmm. honestly, like, I see more and more imagery. I think these. I think the writers of this or the artists were Doom fans because that's 
Possibly. That's the Doom oh, shotgun. I can, I can see that. That's 100% yeah. the double barrel shotgun. The super shotgun from Doom. <laughs> so, should I mention we're spoiling the mess out of this? Oh, yeah, just, for just sure. So we're spoiling. I mean, I mean it's, it's th- been out for yeah. a handful of years now. It's 2019, so, so I mean, yeah. yeah, if you didn't read it originally, it's fine. We'll spoil, spoil it a little bit. Spoil it a little bit, but it's still worth the read. I think I'd still check it out, even just to see the visuals. Yeah. I mean... Frank Castle running around in a medieval looking <laughs> helmet that he took off of a that he stole off a skeleton off a skeleton yeah <laughs> uh I do like the part where he um headbutts the dark one of the dark elves so hard he rips his ears off oh yeah after he shoots the first one that said I don't want to see another human again the the second one Knocks his gun out of his hands. He's like, oh, not so tough without your weapon. And then he immediately headbutts him. So hard that he... So hard that, yeah. So or many times and does it... Many times. Until he rips his ears off. Yeah. Like, completely wrecks him. <laughs> yeah. I, which weapon were you talking about? <laughs> right. Well, so this, like... He gets his first... Uh, he gets his first member. This one unwilling... Of the kill crew. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to remember what his name even was, because he keeps, like, he does not respect it. He's, he's basically steals one of the Dark Elves. I don't know if they, do they name him? Yeah. I'm trying yeah. to remember. When he first sees him. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, no, I can't, uh, I can't Yeah, Belleth. Belleth, he does know him. Okay, sorry. He just, like, doesn't respect him enough to, like, he does not call, he doesn't often, like, call him by his name. He just yells <laughs> insults at him mostly. Oh, yeah. But basically, he steals a dark, dark elf navigator, sets him on front of his van. So now it is a goat-drawn van. Right. The goat-drawn Punisher van. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't this get a van cover, darn it? Oh, it should have. Oh, it should have. All right. <laughs> you have anything anyway. more to say about this one? Uh, Yeah. This one, they... Actually, it jumps through another like bunch of psychotic rigs, and there's a lot. There's a lot of fishy, insecty like creatures um, that are basically. They were sent to Earth because chaos was happening. They're like, let's test out our crazy invent, our crazy war machine things. Mm-hmm. So, like, you see this picture from the flashback where there's a little kid and it's like a shark drawing with a, with like <laughs> stick legs. And you're like, there's no way. <laughs> yeah. Then it happens about that. <laughs> robot shark monster, cyborg shark monster, the robot cyborg shark monster. It also has, uh, he's got foggy he's in got, a cage. Yeah. He has foggy Nelson daredevil's best friend, basically. And uh, he's getting ready to eat him. Yeah. Which is, kind of funny because like there are like it when they pull foggy nelson in they kind of show that they can use kind basically anybody that wasn't a big major part of war of the realms mm-hmm. and daredevil was busy with like ultimate power so foggy nelson nobody really questioned where he was for a while <laughs> turns out he's stuck in space somewhere. but turns out he's stuck in space he didn't even know he was in space yeah technically but he's been, yeah, in this cage. I do like the, like, uh, the drop him and how many, pe- or how how many, which pieces should I drop? Yeah. 
It's like, I'm feeling like wings today. <laughs> Which part do you want first? I think was the, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh... <gasps> It is also silly, like, the silly thing in comics, because, like, he shoots him in the mouth with a grenade launcher, mm-hmm. and then the shark says gulp. Like, it says gulp. <laughs> it's, it's so ridiculous. <laughs> and explodes, and then Foggy Nelson ends up so, tagging along, too. Foggy Nelson is the second member of the Punisher kill crew. Yeah. <laughs> and it, I, I read the whole thing, so I can, I will spoil to you. It never gets not funny. <laughs> like, it's always hilarious. Uh, yes, this is not where they decide to kill off Foggy Nelson, because that would be crazy. They do also have a panel in here, and it's a little nod, and I kind of wish Jake was here, because like it's one of the characters that he likes a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but the van pa- passes by Cosmic Ghost Rider going the other way yeah. down the... Um, Dark bri- through the dark bifrost, <laughs> which not a lot of people can go through, and they don't even acknowledge it in the comic. Really, he just goes, <laughs> no. "Huh," and then he talks like talks about something else. <laughs> <laughs> which, yeah, I think it's hilarious. Uh, they all do show the interior of the Punisher's car or van as well, which I thought was pretty hilarious. On the back, <laughs> from the back, you're like the just like a imagine like a cut in it's like, like a, a diagram yeah this is what this is and this is what this is like this a is cut in half is. diagram so it's got like tire tire gun 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 explosives explosives <laughs> dark bifrost which to like to think about like in the lore of thor like he stole that means he stole a piece of the black bifrost which is a no insane <laughs> Like, because it's not just the Bifrost, it's, like, the other Bifrost. Yeah. Like, the backup one that nobody knows about. Mm-hmm. Um, we do, he does seem to get closer to Jotunheim. And at the very end of the comic, they tease something that they're going to start into in the next comic. Uh, it's a really exciting thing, because he sees some, he starts killing some Frost Giants. He's and following we'll them talk to a about camp. that more and reveal that when we talk about it, the... Issue three. Okay, we can talk about issue three. Sure, yeah. we'll save that spoiler. We'll save that spoiler. We'll save that spoiler for issue three because it's a big part of issue three. Uh, <clears throat> so, that is Punisher Kill Crew number two. It's kind of our review and our kind of walkthrough of it, I suppose. So, uh, yeah. So, we're going to go ahead awesome. and do our comics list. We absolutely are. And what I- we'll have that in just one moment. I'm Tommy Green, the executive director of Run Against Traffic. We exist to give everyday people like you the tools necessary to fight against human trafficking and raise awareness and funds for the long-term aftercare of its victims. Become someone's superhero today at irunagainsttraffic.com. Okay, so we'll start off with Dark Horse. Our comics list this season is brought to us, or brought to us, Brought to you by Run Against Traffic. So. Yeah. All right. So uh, from Dark Horse Comics, we have Air Volume 2 Trade Paperback, Assassin's Apprentice, I, or 
Number three of six. I think that's Assassin's Apprentice one. Is that supposed to be one? Or I think that's a Roman numeral one. I okay. could be wrong. Assassin's we'll go Assassin's Apprentice one until I'm corrected. <laughs> Avatar, the last oh that's that's a figure. That's a figure. That's okay, a figure. So, sorry not to derail this. That's okay. I opened up and judging from the cover, it's just Assassin's Apprentice. I don't know what that other marking is. Oh, okay. So just Assassin's Apprentice number three. Sure, I appreciate that. Assassin's Apprentice number three. We'll jump right from there then. Uh, Blade of the Immortal, Deluxe Edition, Volume 8 hardcover. Uh, British Paranormal Society, Time Out of Mind hardcover. Uh, Count Crowley, Volume 2. Crowley, Volume 2, Amateur Midnight Monster Hunter, Trade Paperback, Dead Mail, number three of four. That's that's Maul. Maul. Oh, my gosh. I can't read today. <laughs> Deliver, Volume 2, Trade Paperback. Hey, well, Deliver, that's... oh, my gosh. Deliver, Volume 2, Trade Paperback, Halo Infinite, Spartan, Yori. Oh, it's a statue. I hate when you read through it. It looks like a comic, and then it's a statue. Yeah. Uh, it's only... Teenage Wasteland, number three of four. Uh, <laughs> Lonesome Hunters, trade paperback. Mob Psycho 100, volume 10, trade paperback. Nexus Nefarious, hardcover. Space Job, number one of four. Spy Superb, number two. Of three. Of three. Stranger Things, Tales from Hawkins, number one of four. And then we have... Windmaker Volume 2 Trade Paperback, and that is Dark Horse. Okay. DC Comics. And this is comics list coming out next week on the 8th. So we've got Batman number 132, Batman and the Joker, the Deadly Duo number 4 of 7. Well, uh, let's see. Batman Spawn number 1. That's a one shot, and that's the second printing. DC Universe by Dwayne McDuffie, hardcover, Flash number 792, Gotham City, year one, number five of six, House of L, volume three, The Treacherous Hope, trade paperback, Joker, The Man Who Stopped Laughing, number five. I haven't heard of that one. Oh, yeah, that one's cool. Lazarus, Planet Next, evolution number one, one shot. Monkey Prince, number 11 of 12. Poison Ivy, number nine. There are a lot of... There's uh, a lot. Yep. Yeah. A lot of um, variants on that one. Variants on a bunch of these. Yeah. Scooby-Doo, Where Are You, number 120. Static, number one. Static Shadows of Dakota, number one of six. And Swamp Thing, volume three, The Parliament of Gears, trade paperback. Kind of a short list for This is a short DC. list for DC. I'm excited that Static's coming back into play. Yay. Okay, so I'll jump right into IDW Publishing. We have Ashes of the Graphic Novel, Godzilla, Monsters and Protectors, All Hail King, number five, because we don't want to be confusing at all. We need some commas. My Little Pony Classics Reimagined, Little Phillies, number four. Uh, <clears throat> Sonic the Hedgehog, number 57. Sonic the Hedgehog, Volume 13, Battle for the Empire, Trade Paperback. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Best of Krang, Number 1. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, The Armageddon Game, Number 4. 
Uh, oh, sorry. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Armageddon game, the Alliance number four. That's those are separate from each other. You oh, were you were correct. I was correct. Hey, and that's the last one. And that's for, the list. Oh man, they can't do. Oh so. man, they can't do two number fours with almost the same name. I know. So it's <laughs> image, image comics. Scared me. All against all, number three of five. Blood stained teeth, number nine. Gospel, number four of five. Little monsters, number ten. Love everlasting, volume one, trade paperback. Monarch, number one. Nightclub, number one of six. Spawn, number 338. Time Before Time, number 20. And Two Graves, number four. <laughs> nice. All right. Next, we have Marvel Comics. In Marvel Comics, we have Alien, number six. Amazing Spider-Man, number 19. A lot of variants for that one. Avengers, number eight. And that's one of the newer runs. Uh... <clears throat> Avengers by uh, Jason Aaron, Volume 11, History's Mightiest, Mightiest Heroes, Trade Paperback. Uh, and then Avengers by Jonathan Hickman, Omnibus, Volume 1, Hardcover. Uh, Avengers, Kree's Scroll War, Gallery Edition, Hardcover. Uh, Avengers, War Across Time, Number 2. Bishop, War College, Number 1. Sounds awesome. Black Panther, number 14. Mm -hmm. Captain America, Symbol of Truth, number 10. Daredevil, number 8. Uh, <clears throat> Ghost Rider, number 11. Gold Goblin, number 4. Joe Fixit, number 2. Or Gold Goblin, number 405. Joe Fixit, number 205. Ooh, Joe Fixit. Yeah. I love it. A little Joe Fixit miniseries? Yeah. We should check that one out next. We should. Um, Mighty Marvel of Masterworks, Captain Marvel, Volume 1, The Coming of Captain Marvel, Trade Paperback. Whoa, that's a long title. <laughs> Miracle Man uh, Miracle Man by Gaiman and Buckingham, The Silver Age, number four. You, you skipped one. Did I? Did you? Uh, uh, no, you didn't. That's... Sorry. Oh, I okay. did that wrong. No, it's okay. That's long. It's a long list. This one's yeah. a long list. Uh, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur, number three. Namor the Submariner, Conquered Shores, number five. The The Moon Girl title is number three of five. Number three of five, yes. And uh, Namor the Submariner, Conquered Shores is five of five. Uh, Red Goblin, number one. Uh, Secret Invasion, number four of five. Uh, Star. Star Wars Darth Vader, number 31. <clears throat> Star Wars uh, Hidden Empire, number 3 of 5. Oh my gosh, we're only in the S's. <laughs> Star Wars The High Republic, number 5. Um, what? Oh, yeah. Star Wars Legends Epic Collection, Menace Revealed. Yeah, Volume that's the one. Three trade paperback. Yep, that's... Okay. I definitely didn't miss that at all. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Storm and the Brotherhood of Mutants, number one. A lot of covers for that one. Mm -hmm. um, one moment, scrolling through those. Uh, Got two left. Yes, I do. Uh, <laughs> X-Men Legends, number six. And uh, that is X-Men 
the animated series, the adaptations omnibus hardcover. Cool. And that's Marvel comics. So we actually have a few for Titan comics this time. I know. Right. Well, I say a few, but it's actually two. It's two. It is a few. I mean, yeah, <laughs> We've got Blade two. Runner 2039, number three. Bloodborne, Lady of the Lanterns, number four of four. Yeah, unless you, they always, they trick us with that Star Wars Insider every time, almost every time. Yeah. Or they try to. Which I like the Insider. But like, we will not I, be I used to have a, I used to have a subscription to Insider. Insider's cool, but yeah. yeah. Not a All right, so that's our comics list. So we're going to run a couple ads, take a break, and we'll be back uh, shortly. Hey, guys. So apparently I'm supposed to be smooth, but you know what I'm not as smooth as? I'm not as smooth as Best Slope Coffee, the Best Slope Coffee of all the Rockies. You don't believe me? They have freaking awards. And you know what? You should reward yourself with a nice cup of joe. You can go down to Best Slope Coffee Co. in Fruit of Colorado. Oh, wait, you don't live here? That's because you're dumb. But you know what is not dumb? Go into Best Slope Coffee Co. where you can order a brand new subscription with varieties, and those varieties are... Bi-weekly, monthly, or a three-month barista choice box. They'll be sent directly to your home whenever you want. Don't be a dummy. Get Best Slope Coffee today. Hello there. All right. We are back from our break. Uh, <clears throat> and we can start, right? I So we're going to probably skip the main topic tonight, but we are going to tell you about a few more news stories before we wrap up. Uh, the first one we're going to tell you about is that Avatar The Way of Water is now the fourth highest grossing film of all time. Wow. Which is pretty insane. I think... Let me grab that because I think the first one was might be up to third. Uh, but yeah, it's currently the highest grossing, the fourth highest grossing movie of all time, which is awesome. Well, the the first one at one point was the highest grossing. Yeah, uh, I'm just it? I'm gonna look at the list uh, real quick. Uh, yeah, it's still up there. It is number one. So Avatar is. It is still at number one. Yeah, Avatar yeah. is as about it's about two hundred million ahead of, uh, or no, a little under two hundred million ahead of uh, Avengers Endgame, and okay. uh, about almost a billion. Like <laughs> uh, so, Avatar: The Way of Water is creeping up on Titanic. Oh, okay. Um, so Titanic is not, so current rankings are Avatar, Avengers Endgame, Titanic, and Avatar The Way of Water at number four, which is bananas. It might actually, I think it's going to overtake Titanic. It looks like it will. I don't know if it'll quite overtake Avengers Endgame, but I mean, number three or number four is still nothing to like, nothing to sneeze at. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. So. With that, I actually might watch this movie because <laughs> I'm not—I wasn't sure yeah, whether I, I was going to. I want to watch it. I uh, want to—I want to actually <laughs> see it in 3D. I didn't get to see the first one in 3D. The first one was pretty—it was pretty good in 3D. That's kind of why I watched it, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, I watched it afterwards. I think the—I the, think the first one was a movie you kind of like was better in the theater. You didn't it have had to, to have been because. I thought it was better in the it, theater. It was better in the theater because it was pretty. Uh, but I don't, you know, I don't think it was amazing, but 
afterwards, but yeah, the theater yeah. was pretty good. So I wonder if they, I mean, honestly, if they're equivalent to that right now in a theater, then I'm going to be happy with it. So. so Robert Kirkman has confirmed that his live-action Invincible movie is still in the works. Yes. So they are doing a fully live-action Invincible movie, which I kind of, I don't know how they're going to do it. Because, like, yeah. I'm really curious how they're going to do it or what part of the movie, what part of the story they're going to tell. Yeah. Um, but, man, uh, in so, like, Invincible's getting even another resurgence because when it started out, people followed it because Kirkman was on it. In the middle, there was kind of a lull. And then towards the end, when it when they knew that uh, Kirkman announced it was ending, got another resurgence. Then it fell off again until Amazon picked it up as a TV show. Right. It's back up that they're on top now. They're coming out with a second season. and It looks like they're going to come out with a live action movie. I wonder if Amazon's going to pick that up as well, or if that's going to be a, so if it's going to be a direct Amazon movie, or if that's going to be a theaters movie. I kind of hope it's a theaters movie. I really do, but might be the yeah. case that Amazon gets it. Either way. Either way. I mean, if Kirkman's involved, actually involved in it, then I'm great with it, because he tells good stories. And he's, yeah, he does. He tells good stories, and he's a big enough presence that like he's going to make sure they do it right. Yeah. Or at least passable. Right. Okay. So moving on from movie news right now into TV. Yeah. So looks like Amazon has picked up rights to Tomb Raider and is turning yeah. Tomb Raider into a TV series. And it does sound like they're they're producing a new movie as well. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know be. if it's another reboot or if it's tied. It, there's no information. Yeah, on that so I do wonder. Um, I'd like to see them continue the story with Alicia Vikander. I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> We're, I'm hoping. I don't know. Alicia Vikander was really good, so I really hope they do it. Uh, <laughs> I'll say that I will be happy that it's not Angelina Jolie. Not because I don't think Angelina Jolie is like a fun action movie star, but she's not she's, really that great of an yeah. actor. In she's my a decent actor. It's just okay. Rather, she wasn't very good in those movies. No, in my opinion, and, and a it lot might of have that been the was it, writing. It was probably writing because honestly, they that at the time, video game movies were kind of a throwaway. They've actually become kind of serious now. So I, I mean. I'd be all right if they bring sure if they bring her back for those and they're like serious about it. Go for it, but I doubt. Except they don't be. bring Alicia Vikander back. And yeah, stay. yeah, she was really good. Um, so they yeah, this was part of a um, part of a recent uh, trade. It was made by a big group called the Embracer Group. It was a big mm-hmm. story that they acquired these this IP along with uh, Deus Ex and Thief. Um, I don't know if you've seen uh, those Embracer, games either. They, uh, it was a three hundred million dollar acquisition of yeah. Square Enix's Western Studios. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, so they they got a lot of different IPs. Yeah, so this is one of them. So I, I doubt they're going to keep on with the movies, but they could. No, that this. Part of this announcement is that there is a movie. Right. No, no. Also. I doubt that they're going to 
make this. Oh yeah, yeah, a sequel yeah, right. Because it's the new group. Yeah. Um, I am a little excited as well because if they mean if they start if they do stuff with the Thief series too, I don't know if you were familiar with the Thief series. This is a PC game. Yeah, yeah, um, somewhat. I haven't actually played the Thief series. I watched somebody play some of the Thief games on like some Let's Play style stuff. Um, I watched a guy called Savia Eleven, and he does a lot of older PC games, uh, mostly like first person shooters. So he does a lot of Doom, Duke Nukem, but he's also done the Thief games, and he's he kind of condensed them into a short form and did a review. Um, they look like the story is kind of cool of those. Like it's usually like. There's this, it's like the, the Queen's Thief series a little bit. Honestly, like they seem like a very similar character. Uh, the only difference is supernatural stuff starts really going awry kind of in every game. Yeah. Like there's ghosts at the end of like one of them and zombies that just kind of get so thrown out. Here's, here's an actual, like, I think this is of, as of today. Oh, is it new? Uh, Annie Wershing. Uh, actress she was most recently in the last of us and she was in 24 okay. she passed away she she had a oh she had shoot. cancer she was only 45 okay wow that is quick yeah that wow. is new but I she played renee walker in in 24 and i think she was in the runaways but in uh she played tess servopolis in in the last of us game the original game. Okay. Wow. Oh, I think I did see a snippet on that and I couldn't find the article. Yeah. I just stumbled upon it just now. Oh shoot. That was eight hours ago. Yeah. Yeah. That must be after I was getting ready, getting stories ready. But yeah, she voice acted Tess in the original last of us game. I got some of these stories ready this morning earlier. So I started on that list right. at like 10. And this happened about eight hours ago, which yeah. would have been a little more like noon to two. And that's right. where we dropped. Wow. That's sad. Uh, dang. Oh, man. That is super sad to hear. Shoot. Well, then. Uh... So, well, speaking of speaking of of the last of us, which uh, series on HBO has been renewed for season two. Yeah, they've renewed it for a season two. I think they're saying that they're going to soon kind of run out of video game and they're not sure if they're going to keep they might keep going after that. They anticipate the future because they got a season two. There was another story, Uh, but I'm, I'm excited they're getting a season two because like. I've heard season one's good. I haven't gotten to watch it. I've heard yet. it's good. I need to go ahead and pay for HBO for a little bit to see if I can watch it because if it's good, I want to check it out because I liked the I liked the game. Apparently, the, it basically gets through the first the first season gets through about the first game. Um, okay, so that, it looks like the second season is going to follow part two. Yeah, that would make sense as to why they're and so the, not sure if it'll go past the season two. Right. Because the only thing they've had for like, they kind of had a couple a DLC thing in the middle. So they had like a little 
quarter of a game, essentially. Yeah. So they're having, they had part one. They had that little, I can't remember what it was called. The Lost something or not. Anyway, it's one where, with, yeah, it's one of Ellie and a friend, and it's a little shorter. And then uh, part two is this one that's just come out. I I liked the first game. I haven't played the second game. Yeah, I haven't either. I really like the first game. Really good though. The first game was fantastic. I've heard the second one's really good. We actually we've talked a few times about it because that's the one that Laura Bailey was getting death threats for her and their kid. Yeah, for the character she played in that game. Yes, because she plays such a mean character. Yeah. I think that that might be part of the reason I stayed away from it because it's like. I don't want to play this thinking, like, looking for the controversy. I just want to play this game to play, right. have fun. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I know that, like, they're just characters, but I just don't want to, like, have that in the back of my mind. Right. Um, in some sad DC news, uh, <laughs> Titans and Doom Patrol are ending after their next season. After their current season. Current season. Well, there's next, this... Yeah, the current seasons. It's current? Yeah, current seasons. There's season four. So there will be no next seasons. Their next, their fourth seasons will be their last. Yeah, which is really sad. So, um, but is it surprising? No, it's not surprising because DC and Warner Brothers are being dumb. Yeah, and <clears throat> they were even like, even like, so even James Gunn put out a statement like, "This decision, I had nothing to do with this decision." Mm-hmm. Like, please don't get mad at me for this. I didn't do this one. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's, I mean, the Doom Patrol and Titans, man. Sorry, I haven't been following HBO, so I didn't know if it was on their fourth or if this, their fourth was about to come yeah. out. So, our final piece of news for, for yeah. today. Our final piece of news, and good news, great yeah. news, awesome news. And funny, uh... uh Funny the, uh, te- there was a teaser trailer that dropped, I think, yeah. shortly after we did our midweek nerdy news. I think it was break a couple hours after, week. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Somebody told me about it at work. They're like, hey, I'm like, I just How did a new show this that? morning. Yeah. I literally did it two hours ago. But anyway, the Mighty Nine are getting a series on Amazon, which. Yeah. If you're. If, if not, you didn't see that coming, yeah. if you're familiar with Critical Role and Legends of Fox Machina on Amazon. If you're not familiar with Critical Role. Have you Role, been living under a rock? That is the second campaign they ran through. Yeah. The Mighty Nine campaign. That is not the current one they're on. It's the third campaign. Right. But with the success of the of the first season of Vox Machina. Yeah, I'm not surprised. It's like, there's no surprise. I was Honestly. It, I was basically... From, so, from day one, it's like, yeah, it's just a matter of time when we get that announcement. I'm also not surprised that they, like, they jumped in where they're going to jump in, right? About halfway, not halfway, less than halfway through. But they're going to, like, the most extreme parts of their series. Oh, yeah, the the main parts of the story, because they can't, yeah. I mean, they probably could do the whole thing, but it would be drawn out. Yeah. Like, a lot. Yeah, and have you caught up or been caught up with them, the recent ones? Yeah. Oh, um, I I didn't get to finish last Thursday's episode. That's okay. Um, There's three more. I was listening They're doing to. them chunks of three now. Or, well, no. Yeah, sorry. 
Yeah, I'm 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 not thinking Vox Machina. I'm thinking of the campaign. Yeah, I listened to started to listen to last week's campaign episode. Oh, sorry. No, I am caught up on Legends. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Cool. Um, All six episodes out so far. I'm excited. I'm happy with where they're at. Yeah. Kind of. It's kind of great. There's some stuff that like also seeing visually and hearing, you get two different ideas of. Right. Like, I didn't understand some of the stuff in the Slayer's take. It also partially probably was because I was listening to him at work and I might have got distracted. Oh, yeah. There's <laughs> a good <Right>. chance. <laughs> but some of the stuff I was like, oh, I misunderstood that. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so, they, yeah, they have some great stuff in there. If you haven't checked out Critical Role Season 1 uh, or if you haven't checked out Legend of Vox Machina, I highly encourage checking out both of those. Check out Legends of Vox Machina first because you'll get through it's the shorter. story. It's shorter. <laughs> and you get the gist of, and you get the, the, gist of the overarching story. story but from honestly, campaign one. it's fun to listen to. It is long, so, you know, you know, do it when you have some time, but yeah. it is pretty good. And I, like I said, I'm excited I'm with more, the more critical role that stuff they put out. Super excited for the Mighty Nine. Um. I'm actually hoping that this leads to more animated versions of like different D and D campaigns. Cause there's a lot of really fun campaigns that are sh- fairly short yeah, and could be really fun to animate and voice um, that like the stuff that college humors put out. There's a ton. There's just a ton of DV- yeah. D and D content that can be easily adapted. Yeah. Easily, easily. to animated well, like, or even live action. Like I said, the, the College Humor stuff could be pretty good. The Adventure, Stone, Adventure Zone stuff, they could do some short stuff yeah. that would be pretty darn good because they do a pretty good job and they made a pretty fun story. And mm-hmm. the greatest part about all these is, like, they're basically written in an improv style yeah. because the way they're written are the ways that they're playing these games, which is improv. Right. Love it. And, yeah, just going back to Vox Machina, Ooh. the just visually going through the story it as good as watching or listening to the campaign was there's things that seeing it visually just you're like oh that that's an even bigger moment visually than what my imagination could create visually back when I was listening to it or just watching them you know, in the game. Like, yeah, that's fair. Like the awesomeness that is Keyleth. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's way, it's cooler. <laughs> I think it's, uh, I don't know. I think it's cooler the way it's like shown yeah. for her character specifically uh-huh. versus being described. Right. I think it looks better shown. Uh, I, <clears throat> before we leave, I will have to say that I have made a, a new achievement uh, in my, you know, my nerd achievement book, a new notch in my belt. You know, when you get those achievements, I'm like, in like, you didn't want to get that one. Like you get one for doing something really stupid or really bad. Sure. I got a new nerd achievement because I've lost three D and D characters in two weeks. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's Yeah. That's impressive. I felt pretty impressed. I was like, I have lost 
more new new characters than weeks we've played this. <laughs> That's kind of crazy. <laughs> achievement accomplished. So yes, I wanted to announce my new nerd achievement because Jake's gonna harass me about it for a long time, even though it's all his fault. And I hope he does endlessly. But anyway, he will. That's all we have for tonight. It's yeah, we didn't have a main topic. Yeah, so that's all. So we just kind of went through the news tonight. Um, We're taking your calls. Taking your calls. Oh, no callers? Okay, wait, fine. Wait. Yeah. Ask for ask for those callers again. Let's, oh, let's, oh, sorry, let's sorry. See. Taking let's callers. Get, taking give callers. Give them a minute to. Uh, Any callers? Oh, nope. None. Absolutely done. Okay. I guess then. <laughs> I guess then we can't wrap it up. <laughs> no callers on the line. That doesn't exist. We don't have a line. <laughs> All right. So I guess we will uh, go ahead and close out for this week um, and be back next week. Join us on Wednesdays on Facebook Live around what time do we usually start? Um, 8.15-ish, 8.30-ish. Right around 8.30 Mountain usually. Standard Time. Right around 8.30 is Right around 8.30 time. on Facebook, live, and Instagram, usually. Sometimes we don't yeah. get Instagram, but, you know. Check it out. I mean, Facebook always, Instagram when we can. Yeah. And pay attention to our other channels, YouTube and stuff. We've got more stuff. we got YouTube content on. coming out. we yeah. got TikTok stuff coming out. It will be coming out. We'll have more TikTok stuff coming out. We have our new TikTok, the... Uh, Good, the bad, and the face tat. The good, the bad, and the face tat. Absolutely. It's the good dot. Dang it, I can't can't even think. No, 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 that's not what it's called. No, no, no. The GFB. No, it's uh, it's, uh, Tales from the Old West. Oh. So it's Tales dot from dot. The Old West. The dot old dot West. Oh my gosh, I did, yeah. See, I had that entirely wrong. Yeah, but it's it's a series of good, bad, and the face tat shorts. Now, also, did I, did, I, did I say that right? <coughs> yeah, he did. I think it, it is tales so. from the old west. Uh, I'm checking. I was trying to check that out, but I was no. Sorry, I said it wrong. To it's tales of the old west. Oh my gosh. <laughs> also. There's an open bounty on a, if you acquire, if you win a bottle of the uh, Mountain Dew Baja Blast Hot Sauce, uh, get in contact with us. We'll talk numbers. Yes, we want to do a taste test on our show. Absolutely. So we want to get a, our hands on one of those bottles. So, Heck yeah, this is turning into a radio if show. You, if you win one and are willing to part with it, you know, sealed. Obviously, we're not going to accept it if it's unsealed. We're yeah. Not gonna, we're not going to test it if it's unsealed. Yeah, because they'll just fill it with more Baja Blast. <laughs> That's why. Anyway. That's, and that or, only that. <laughs> or if you get one and want to do your own taste test and send it to us, we'll put it on all our platforms and share it or whatever, or share your platform or whatever, too. Like I said, get in contact with us. Check us out on Facebook. Check us out on Instagram. Check us out on Twitter. Check us out on TikTok. And we will see and YouTube. you. And YouTube. And we will see you guys next week. Have a great one. Matt and Steve. At night. Because we know evening. what time it is. Because we know what time it is. <laughs>